Dice. <risa> Magic the Gathering is a collectible card game that has commanded the attention of young acne victims since 1993. It changed the tabletop game industry forever, and people are still ripping it off to this day. Something that sets Magic apart from many of its imitators, though, is its dedication to maintaining a long-running and complicated storyline. So this isn't a lore podcast, and we don't have seven spare hours, so while today's monster is deeply entwined with Magic's plot... We're just going to be ta- we're just going to be talking about the bare bones narrative wise and the bare bones are that Magic the Gathering takes place in a multiverse where there are numerous planes that are basically different worlds like there's a Greek mythology plane, a gothic horror plane, a plane that's an endless city, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, most of the story centers around planeswalkers, who are people with the rare ability to travel between planes um and that this ability is called the spark the Planeswalker Spark. And today's monster is not a singular monster, but rather the denizens of a specific plane in the Magic Multiverse. We're talking about the damn Phyrexians from Magic oh, yeah. the Gathering. They're like, uh, they're cool and gross and weird. They're um, so cool and gross and nasty. Um, and yeah, like I said, I'm ta- it's really hard to talk about the Phyrexians, I think, without doing like three hours of, of stupid lore that doesn't matter to anybody so i'm trying i tried to take my notes to steer around that stuff as much as po- as possible but we definitely there definitely will still be some of that um in here but yeah. uh yeah the phyrexians are pretty cool they've been they're basically like they're one of the big bads of of magic storyline they've they've been around since 1994 they debuted in the set antiquities um so they've basically been around like pretty much since the beginning and they're still like an ongoing foe in like magic story or whatever, which there is at least several sets a year that for that move the story forward and they're like kind of coming back into the spotlight now, which is pretty crazy. So there's a lot to talk about because they've been around a long damn time. Um, um, from a narrative perspective, the, what they sort of um, encompass is like the, the plague or the virus or, you know, they're like a they're. A thing that when they kill you, they they don't just kill you; they they have you join their ranks. That's their yeah. ultimate goal. Yeah, they're like biomechanical, genetically modified zombies. Basically, it's mm-hmm. like a isn't the best way to describe it. I think, but they, also, they vary a ton. In yeah, they they're look. they're like a they're like a, a type of thing. They're not they're not really a race because they like kind of assimilate and corrupt stuff. So there's a they have a huge range of of what they can look like or do mm. or are um but we'll get into that um so the cool thing about phyrexians to me uh is that there's a split between old phyrexia and new phyrexia so we'll talk about old phyrexia first this is back when the magic this is like old magic the gathering you know in the 90s or whatever and the story is very edgy 90s very grim dark very warhammer 40k type deal back then which they've kind of sanitized a bunch uh, in in recent years but old phyrexia basically um and you can't get mad at me if i mess any of this up because i don't care about it <laughs> um <laughs> there there's an artificial plane um that's called phyrexia that was created by some random guy that that is literally in lore it's it was created by some random guy that nobody knows or cares who he is um it's like an artificial plane so it's man-made and it's it's like nine spheres inside of each other so it's kind of like uh dante's inferno's uh hell or whatever um Mm -hmm. like it has nine layers 
and there's this guy in the main the like central plane of, of magic is called dominaria that's where like most of the main story took place and there's this guy named yogmoth who was there who's basically an evil doctor he's, he's like, like a, a doctor Nazi scientist. Yeah, yeah exactly um and he just does experiments on people and is a really good doctor and eventually he gets like ousted or banished whatever uh from like, you're too weird yagma you got to get yeah. out of here you you're being too weird to a bunch of people with your creepy experiments and you got to get out of here exactly so he gets banished he goes to phyrexia and he decides he wants to turn this into like his own personal like paradise or whatever and so he also he brings with him some uh some people who have this sickness that's called phthisis or or phthisis i have no idea how to pronounce it it's p h mm-hmm. T H S I S. So mm-hmm. your good, your guess is as good as mine. Um, but this is ISIS is basically <laughs> it's ma- it's like magical radiation sickness. There are these things, these things called power stones, and people are just getting getting radiation poisoning from them, basically. And so he says that he's gonna. Yogmoth says he's gonna cure these people. Um, and he comes up with this process he calls phyresis. Uh, which he says is curing them, but he's actually not just curing them. He's also like genetically modifying them and, and making them nasty and creepy and weird. Um, also, um, even before he did moved there, a lot of his experiments focused on like, um, making things better in like a eugenics yeah. way where he would like replace, um, like organic parts with artifacts and like, mm-hmm. you know, He's Not also or, big on on yeah. making plagues and like like forcing people to eat each other and and vivisecting people and 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 stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, and poison gas stuff like that. He's a really nasty guy. Uh, oh, Phyresis uses this is this process that uses this like kind of agent or I don't even know what you'd call it a chemical or something called glistening oil or ichor. But you glistening oil is the the main name for it. That's a, I think it just occurs in that plane. Yeah, it's well, I just, think he, I'm not sure if they ever say whether he, like, I think he developed it to some degree. I don't think it's just native to there. Uh, oh, okay. Because that was, that plane wasn't, like, I think that plane was just, like, there before he got there. Like, it doesn't, sure. I don't know, though. I'm not sure. I, I could be wrong on that. But, yeah. I, Glissa, I, he, what I heard is that he did, he, like, went to that plane, noticed it, and was like, I'm going to improve upon this thing. What changes people? Yes. Yeah. Um, so he 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 yes anded some some <laughs> um gross uh, some gross slime. Yeah. So basically, phyresis, uh, which is later called completion in New Phyrexia that we'll get into in in a minute. Um, but it's like it's basically it may it genetically modifies people to be nasty and then also is replaces their their organic parts with artificial parts and kind of makes them biomechanical and uh and it also it removes their soul um it it completely annihilates their soul which is important because you need a soul to planeswalk and yagmoth really wants to get out of phyrexia and take revenge on uh dominaria but he can't because um, he can't planeswalk. You can't just become a pl- like you. Ha- you have to naturally become a planeswalker. You can't like force it. And so he tries to like. There's all this nasty stuff where he like tries like to find a the- girlfriend. He tries to find exactly. He tries to find the organ that that allows planeswalkers to planeswalk. So he just like vivisects a bunch of planeswalkers and stuff like that. Very gross. Very mean. Um, but 
yeah, he basically with this corrupting glistening oil, if he tries to corrupt a planeswalker, they'll lose their ability to planeswalk, so he can't get out of the plane. Um, and then there's all these crazy things where he manages to where there are portals that he uses to invade and there's another thing where he makes another artificial plane and then it like this is pretty cool it like overlay like he keeps loading his his it's like an artificial plane that like orbits dominaria or something and he keeps putting his troops onto that plane until the mass is so big that it just snaps into alignment with dominaria and they just overlay and all of his forces like are just in dominaria instantly um that is cool. which is a pretty cool but that's again that's all boring lore stuff um but long story short, lore-wise, uh, Phyrexia, Yogmoth is killed, Phyrexia is destroyed. Um, but that's not really what we care about. We care about the Phyrexians uh, themselves. Which another trait of them is that that when you said that they like are replaced by like artificial parts, lots of metal, mm-hmm. which is cool. And they have like a, a they have a slogan or something where it's like flesh is weak. Metal is strong. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they actually have a slogan, but that is like, it, it's some, I don't play magic and know, knew nothing about these going into this, but I, I read a few places that they like specifically like have a viewpoint of like, ah, flesh is, you know, will wither to time, yeah. but not metal, which is, which rocks. Yeah. So their basic thing, the basic idea of the Phyrexians is that they, they believe in like evolution and eugenics uh through like destroying they're like the best way to evolve and to to make sure that we are eternal is if we just kill everyone who doesn't like us or that poses a threat to us so they're kind of a, they have this dual evolution thing going on where they're constantly trying to improve themselves but they're also trying to constantly just destroy and eradicate everybody else at the same time and so so um they're they're like a social Darwinism type of thing that's going on. Um, and something that's very cool about that that I really like about the old Phyrexians is that uh, so old Phyrexians are grown in vats. Um, they would they they use they grow biological matter into these creatures called newts that are like hairless like humanoids who are just are like kind of like blank slates. And then they use the glistening oil on the newts to make them nasty and evil and corrupted. And then they like develop and implant artificial parts into them so that's like the cycle of how a phyrexian is created uh and the way that they get the like material for for the newts is they just invade other planes and just any any biological material they kill or gather they just process it and just turn it into newts and vats which is like crazy nasty and cool in my opinion yeah that's awesome yeah um and yeah so something else about magic that i guess i have to explain uh is that in Magic the Gathering, there are five colors of mana, which kind of just, like, represent different um, concepts and, mm-hmm. like, the different uh, what, types of magic or whatever. What are they again? Like, just because I, um, I don't know anything about magic. They're, they, are, they are white, which is the color of, like, unity, order, tradition. There's blue, which is the color of, like, um, like intelligence and... and and like caution and and study and science there's black which is the color Ravenclaw. of like a- ambition and death uh, and cruelty and such and there's, there's red that is the color of emotion like impulsivity um fire and 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 that type of thing and then green Gryffindor. green is like nature and and physical might um 
and, cool. and such. Yeah. So for the old Phyrexians are pretty, pretty much only black aligned. Uh, so they're just, they're just like, they're nasty zombies and demons and, and poison and, and guts and blood and, and nastiness yeah. all the way through. Um, gotta love it. And we also, well, also, there's also colorless, you know, for like artifacts or for artificial stuff. They also have some colorless stuff going on, but they're specifically, they're, they're, they're black through, uh, through and through. Um, and another thing about the old Phyrexians, is, uh, with Yogmoth, I feel like we, I don't want to spend too much time on Yogmoth just because he just is just a, a lore magnet where to talk about anything about it. Yeah. Like, well, actually, there were nine titans that had power suits that were then fought him, and then there were this. But something that I think is really cool about him is that he had the ability to turn into a death cloud, and that was the form he invades what is Dominaria. A death cloud? It's just a cloud of death. Oh, he just, so like, like if he just you touch it, you die. Form. Yeah. Oh, um, cool. And they call he he basically over time in Phyrexia became like a god uh, and tied his like soul to the plane or whatever, and they called him the father of machines. Or like the machine god and stuff like that. Um, so he is pretty cool and pretty I evil think he's, and nasty. He's important to talk about just in the fact that he like you know maybe the the, the black ichor or the you know like the nasty oil that turns people into Phyrexian zombies already existed, but he like created the process that like really made them what they are. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he is he is literally the father of all the Phyrexians, basically. Um, mm-hmm. But. I do want to move. I don't want to spend too much time on old Phyrexia because yep. they they're really cool. But honestly, I think this is one one thing where the the quote unquote the reboot is a lot better um, and a lot more interesting because Phyrexians they're cool. The concept is awesome, but it's also it's very you know it's very straightforward. It's nasty, evil, eugenics, zombie, scientist, mad scientist stuff. You know? Yeah, totally. Um, there's not there's not too much depth there. But they changed that a lot uh, when new Phyrexia rolls around. So, like I said, old Phyrexia is like laid to waste. Yogmoth dies, um, and the Phyrexians are eradicated. Or so you would think. Basically, there's this golem planeswalker named Karn, yeah. and he unknowingly had a trace of glistening oil in, in his, his heart. In his heart. That he didn't know. And this again, lots of complicated, annoying lore stuff. But eventually. In this artificial plane that he created called Mirrodin, um, this oil corrupted Mirrodin yeah, and overtook kept, it. It kept leaking out of his pant leg as he was walking around. <laughs> he didn't yeah, notice. he would he would go to the bathroom and then flush the toilet, and it would just spread through the yeah the yeah, sewer system into the water. Um, yeah, and what's cool about about this? And again, I don't want to go into too much lore stuff. I'll stop saying that. That's probably more annoying than going into lore stuff. Um, is that Mirrodin was like a very beloved plane in magic history like they, they had like they set some stuff on mirrodin and people were like oh this is awesome this is like the sickest plane ever and they went back to mirrodin they did like another uh trio of sets on mirrodin that are just about it being completely obliterated and destroyed and turned into new phyrexia which is such a bold move and and so sick um sick yeah. literally because uh, they are infecting everybody out there hide your kids hide your wife um but the interesting thing about new phyrexia 
is that Mirrodin uh, has five sons that each correspond to a different color of mana. And because of the strong influence of these sons, while old Phyrexia was only uh, black magic aligned, new Phyrexia actually covers all five colors on the mana spectrum. So it has a lot more, there's a lot more variety and they kind of split off into their own factions. Are there Phyrexian creepy, Phyrexian creepy ghouly creeps that use like the, what I interpret as like good guy magic, like the, the white mana? Um, yeah, well they, they use all five of them. What white magic is not really good guy thing. They're, See, and now I'm gonna, you're gonna get me to nerd out. The, none of them are really like good or evil. They're all kind of just like concepts okay. and like basic like. Well, we'll we'll like they kind of all I would say take the the colors of mana's like tenets to their logical extremes of being evil, except for okay. one, which we'll see. Um, but uh, basically, yeah, they all split off into these these atomized factions um, that are that are kind of feud with with each other and don't really agree on a lot of stuff. Um, and something else that's interesting about, about new Phyrexia versus old Phyrexia is that new Phyrexia, the new Phyrexians have no idea that the old Phyrexians really existed. Like they're just like, they're newborns, you know, they don't know their, their sure. like history or whatever, but the glistening oil has, um, like ancestral memory in it basically. So the oil that's used to create them, they just get this vague, like, like, ancestral memory of like there was a guy called the father of machines and we used to like invade people and that's what we're meant to do so but they're not really they don't really know consciously what that means they don't like know who yagmoth is or anything like that so they all kind of have this idea of like we need to we need to like elect a father of machines we need to attack and and to consume people but they're all it's kind of like a growing pains thing and it's i think that's a very cool concept to me that is really cool but what level of sentience are the are these guys i saw that like most of the time they're kind of just zombies, but like some of them are like elected to be knights, and maybe that was just an old Phyrexia, and the the knights were able to retain like their mind and personality, but like I don't know, are they all just like relatively sentient? Um, yeah, I mean it just depends on 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 what the life form is. I think like you know, so that's the other thing about new Phyrexia that's kind of different from old Phyrexia is that. I know I'm I'm not 100% sure whether or not old Phyrexia did this but new Phyrexia is also like you know they'll breed brand new life forms but they're also big on on completing which is spelled with an a c o m p l e a t uh, uh already existing life forms so they'll like take somebody and they'll corrupt them and like bend them to their will but they're still the same person they're just evil and and Phyrexian now so like, like when I'm hungry kind of yeah so exactly. So it's like the the difference between like completing, say, like a wolf or like an elf. You know. Sure. Um, okay. Yeah, I got you. So yeah, a, but an eviler wolf or an eviler elf. Yeah, but there you spoke. You mentioned them being elected. The coolest part of New Phyrexia is that each of the five factions has a leader called a praetor, and these are like the most powerful uh, of the New Phyrexians, and their designs are all really cool. And they're, I think, what we can get into, like, kind of talking about visual descriptions with. Um, because they got, they got a lot of cool stuff going on. So I feel like, uh, we can jump into the Praetors and just go through the colors and talk about their factions and, and who they are and such. Let's do um, it. Yeah. And I'm screen sharing some pictures with Kai. I'll put them, uh, in a thread on Twitter at Monster Crazy Pod when I post this episode. So mm-hmm. you can follow along if you would like. But we're starting out with white, which is the color of like unity, tradition, um, order, etc. And the Praetor, 
of of the white faction, which is called the Machine Orthodoxy, is Elish Norn. Um, the and Lutheran. The machine, yeah. The Machine Orthodoxy is very... Uh, they're like... They're basically like a fascist theocracy type thing. Like they're... They believe in... Cool. in they're religious and they think that everyone needs to be indoctrinated to their their faction they think that everyone needs to know the truth about um about the father of machines and that we need to honor the father of machines and they also believe in something called the flesh singularity which is that they believe that everyone should be one literally they think that everyone should be sewed together and sutured and connected into one Hell organism yeah. i agree is, with that yeah i think that that's very sick um so um i picture i hate how it does this with the different pages this is ellis norn here um a little quick physical description of her she's humanoid she's Mm -hmm. got kind of this like red pulpy tendony looking skin that is covered by porcelain armor plates this giant sweeping crest thing on her head that covers her eyes and she's got creepy claw hands um and so that's you'll see that's kind of each of the the factions of the new Phyrexians are kind of visually distinct in a different way. And the thing that the machine orthodoxy has going on is that they all have this kind of porcelain type armor, um, that is, that they have instead of skin because they believe skin is evil because it keeps us from being one organism altogether. Well, that's a good philosophy. I, so far they're in the lead. Yeah. I fucking love the design of Elish Norn. Um, yeah, she looks cool. This, this like set, the the new Phyrexia sets came out in like 2010 when I was in middle school, and I think that honestly, probably the design of Elish Norn is probably one of the most influential monster designs to me I've ever seen in my life. Oh, like wow. high praise! I saw I saw Elish Norn, and I probably every single every other monster I I doodled in my notebook had that same type of like head crest thing or like similar like kind of geometric porcelain armor stuff i thought that that was so fucking cool i still do i like i love the design of elish norn um yeah she's cool yeah is that also her underneath no this is a suture priest so these are the people who sew people together um looks really freaky i like it yeah that's another kind of design you see in the in the in the uh uh machine orthodoxy these like kind of white masks that are Mm -hmm. very cool um, they have this deal where they kind of look like they kind of look like angels sometimes. Basically, the idea is that they take when they compl- when the machine orthodoxy completes something, they like take off take off its skin and replace it with this porcelain armor that's like a metal. It's metal that looks like porcelain. Um, and they they their army is called the Porcelain Legion. They look very very sick. They look like like corrupted religious things i i don't really know how else to describe it yeah absolutely i think they do a great job of like kind of uh encapsulating like evil like biomechanical and religious like all at the same time very Mm -hmm. clearly totally like ellis nord's head head crest thing totally feels like she's yeah she's like royalty but also a nun and it also just looks like a fucked up creepy like growth on her yeah, totally. Um, yeah, I think that also the their color schemes are all very like it's like the white porcelain and then it's usually just disgusting red underneath, yeah. which is a great combination. Um I love I love stuff that is that is evil but is very white and clean. I think totally. it looks great. Um Yeah, so then I guess we can move to the the blue 
faction. Okay. And what what could you remind me what blues hold? They're like intellect. They're like smart and fancy. Yeah, they're like intellectual science. Uh, they do. They're probably the most artificial to deal with the most artificial stuff. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, and the blue faction is called the Progress Engine. They're obsessed okay, with like cool. experimenting and and perfection, and they believe in something called the Great Synthesis, where they think that evolution is the evolution is a process that they think that everything should be iterated and and very carefully researched and make sure that everything's a step forward. Um, and and the leader of the Progress Engine is Jin Gataxius, who's this fucker right here. He looks awesome. He looks like he a looks- Yu-Gi-Oh xenomorph. Totally. That's like the perfect description of him. Mm-hmm. He is such a, he's so, I, he has a, he's kind of this long, bendy spine that's very, very thin, um, which is very cool. He has, he has these long, scary claw hands. Uh, he has kind of a, a xenomorph type mouth with, with pronged spikes on his, on the, like on his upper and lower jaws. And he's shiny and he's chrome and he's also wearing pants. I like him. Yeah, he's cool. What do you think about his pants? I like his pants. I, I mean, I wish he had a little bit more of a waist. Yeah, I know. I think the waist that his like waist being like that is it looks really cool when you first look at it, but the longer you look at it, you're like, this is so weird looking. Yeah, he starts to look a little bit stupid if you look at him too long. His upper half is awesome. Yeah, his upper half looks like looks fucking sick. I will say also, I think this is a design that looks great in a still image, but I think if you saw this guy moving around, you'd, you, he would not be scary at all. No, he'd be a laughing stock. He'd look like a wacky waving tube man at a car yeah. dealership. Yeah, um, I agree. He's, but I mean, yeah, the through line I would say of the blue faction design wise, um, is they're, they're shiny, they're chrome, and they also have like a very ooh, much a, cool. a surgery theme going on. Yep. Um, and they also have kind of the they have a lot of like stuff with with brains in their art and kind of glowing liquids in 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 vials in, yeah vials and stuff that are kind yeah, of attached like to their them. body in a cool way i like them they they look very they all look incredibly like clearly cyborgs you know totally yeah they're definitely the most mechanical looking of like they're the most like cyber mechanical looking of the they of kind the of faction, remind me of, like, um, if you made, like, the Borg from Star Trek more fucked up, both in, like, what they're doing and, like, what what their their vibe is. Yeah, definitely. I would say that that, that is... I would not be surprised if that was the, the main influence behind the Phyrexians, because let me tell you, everyone who comes up with Magic the Gathering ideas are nerds, and they are probably all watch Star Trek all day long. Um, but, yeah, so that's that's the progress engine. Next up is is black. Um, the black faction is called the Seven Steel Thanes, which is basically just this eternal war of succession between these seven very strong Phyrexians that are all just just battling it out constantly. And they they their goal is just essentially enslavement. They just want everyone to bow down. They're the closest to old Phyrexia um, out of cool. any of the new Phyrexian factions. And the current leader of the seven steel thanes, which they always say the current leader whenever they're talking about her, like as if it could change at any moment. Um, but it won't because she's cool, uh, is Shieldred. Um, and this is Shieldred here. Oh, she looks cool. She looks very, very cool in my opinion. She is basically a tiny human upper body on a giant monster lower body. She looks like a JRPG monster or like wild from Berserk. 
mm-hmm. um, that type of deal going on. She's got demon horns or like goat type demon horns that cover her eyes, so you can just is see wild her. the lunar knight. Wild is the 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 berserker guy who like uh, he has the tiny torso on top of the giant body. Oh yeah. Uh, I can see that. She also she is a little bit reminiscent of the of like the, the oh Moon yeah Knight oh, Apostle. Fuck. What's his name? I know who you're talking about. Yeah, but I except she's his name. He, this is like a a gnarly grizzly reboot version of him. Yeah, I would say it is. It's just a very Japanese uh, yeah. design uh, that you totally. see that in a bunch of in a bunch of JRPGs stuff. Um, her low yeah her lower body instead of being like a a big Bigfoot or a or a horse is um is a it's Cra- like a four legged crab. crab with a big nasty mouth. Yeah, the mouth just looks like a like the mouth of like a, a I don't know how to pronounce it in D and D, but like B U L L E I T, like the bullet, the bullet, the bullet, the bullet, the bullet, the bullet. yeah, it it's just like you know a big like, um, I guess it's I don't know how to be more descriptive than a big mouth with sharp teeth, but that yeah, it kind of is just a big mouth with sharp teeth. Yeah, to be fair, um. Shieldred's deal is that she's like uh she's really into information, so she just constantly has a flow of of information and 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 like informants and underlings coming to her at all times and keeping her keeping her on top by just kind of uh, outwitting everybody else. Um, she's kind of like me at at work. Yeah, she's kind of like me when I'm watching TV too. <laughs> yeah, wow. yeah. Um, but her something that's cool about her is that she's able to shed her lower four-legged body and kind of like crawl somewhere into a new host. Um, oh, so she, can so she could find another big monster and just become that, have have that be her body. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That really and flows her, well with the theme of, of these guys being like body snatchers, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And her, her lower body, when she does that, she looks, she has like a, she looks like a slug kind of, <laughs> it's cool. Hell yeah. Um, but I really like her. I think that she's a, she is a very cool design. She looks very, she looks very just straightforward evil, which is, which yep. is fun for the straightforward evil faction of the straightforward evil villains. Yeah, no, it's, it's fine. You know, usually I like things to be a little bit more creative than just like, um, I don't know, intricately decorated evil thing. But mm-hmm. when, when, when they are, like when the Phyrexians have like all these other factions that are appropriately different, I think it's fine to just have the the evil one just look like that, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, time and place, and this is it. So yeah, and the black the the black aligned Phyrexians, you can see a few of them here. Mm-hmm. Um, their their visual deal is basically they just look they look a lot more skeletal and rotted and and just evil. Um, I wouldn't say they really have a characteristic kind of visual Other than color. horror yeah oh, they're not yeah. they kind of all just look nasty and evil i really this one right here yeah, for and obliterator yeah he looks cool he's that's one of my favorite pieces of, of magic the gathering card art if uh I'll, you'll see it on twitter but he's the one that kind of looks like a uh he has he has kind of a, a carnage from spider-man mouth and then he's just got these really long thin claws and spines like a like a skeleton or, or yeah, they're kind of like little like sharp shrimp legs hanging off of his rib cage yeah, he look. He looks very cool, and also he's. He looks like he's made out of metal, which makes sense because he's Phyrexian. But like, that's also very cool. I but I, I like the idea that he's like not like jointed, screwed together mechanical metal, but like a Silver Surfer, like yeah, you know, I don't know that kind of yeah. metal. 
So that's what's also that's what's so significant too about the Phyrexians invading like invading Mirrodin for their new home is Mirrodin is is almost entirely a, an artificial plane. It's completely made of metal, and a lot of the creatures that live there are completely made of metal. And glistening oh. oil travels faster and better through metal than it does through flesh. Um, so basically it was able to spread and gain a foothold and that's why there's so many nasty, it's, it's even easier for them to just create a new army of nasty artificial creatures because there's already a lot of artificial stuff there for them to corrupt. Um, and then we move on to the red aligned Phyrexians who are pretty interesting, kind of different from the rest of them. So red is the color of like impulsivity and emotion, um, and fire and lightning too, uh, and mountains and rocks and the color red um but because phyrexians normally they're not supposed to have emotions or any individuality at all um they're kind of like this like mindless uh mass of of corruption um Mm -hmm. the influence of red mana on phyrexians makes them it kind of it it messes with their heads it gives them emotions and individuality which they're not used to having and they don't know what to do with um oh, and they're kind really of are trying to figure it out yeah so they they their faction is called the quiet furnace they live on the furnace layer of mirrodins and they just are kind of like they're like the workers like they just like are forging stuff all the time cool. and uh their their leader is is urabrask um who is this guy right here who oh, like honestly him. he's cool uh he is he's He's kind of just a, he's an armored velociraptor is the way that I would visually describe mm-hmm. him. Um, again, xenomorph vibes. I would say xenomorph vibes all the way through all of these. Uh, but he moves, he runs very fast, I think is his power. <laughs> That's a really good power. Yeah, it's a cool power. Um, but his, he, he also, no, you can't see it in this art, but in, he was just in the most recent set that just released, uh, and he has like an axe, like on his arm, like just like as part of his arm, uh, just an axe blade. Arm. Yeah, which is is very cool. Neat. Um, he uh, but something that he's kind of mysterious, but he seems like he might be the good guy out of all the Phyrexians because he he let uh Mirin survivors like live in the furnaces and just let them be instead of trying to cool. eradicate them like everyone else was. So. He's kind of positioned in the story to maybe like eventually betray his homeland or whatever and save the multiverse in some way or another. Uh, well, that's cool. Also, he, um, I mean, given that they all have emotions, that's you know that could fit. Yeah. Um, you can see here are a few other uh, red aligned Phyrexians, and I would say the through line visually here is that magma. They, yeah, magma, and also like kind of like rough uh forged metal as opposed to like you know the blue ones like we were saying they look cyborgy mm-hmm. these ones yeah. mo- look much more like machines or like iron lumps and stuff like yeah, that totally um looks cool yeah they also I, a lot of them have these kind of like fiery cores that you can see inside the middle which is very cool yeah um but that's that's red now we move on to the final faction of new phyrexians which is green um, which is the color of, I mean, basically nature. Everything else is like, oh, this is like, it's individuality and impulsivity and this and this. And green is like, it's just trees. It's nature. Yeah, it's trees and grass and animals. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Um, and elves too. Uh, but the green aligned faction is called the Vicious Swarm. And since Phyrexians are very much into artificial 
uh stuff and green is very yeah. into like is very against artifice and very into naturalism um this is kind of a weird one where they they believe that they believe that they believe in like the same evolution and perfection that Phyrexians do, but they think that it should be through natural predation. Like they just believe in natural selection instead of like artificial engineering. But it's also they still artificially engineer stuff, so it doesn't really make that much sense. Hmm. Um, like they're still clearly like are like they're like completed and they get like artificial parts and stuff and their constructs still, but they believe that that I don't know. Like I don't. It's they a hard. I don't have identity crises. Yeah. I mean, this one, honestly, to me, this feels less like an identity crisis that's in them and more like an identity an identity crisis that the creators of the game could figure out how to make it make sense. Sure. Um, well, they could have the- just not had the, the them be obsessed with the natural thing. Like, they could have just, like, they could have been nature guys who do something else other than, like, have their whole philosophy be natural selection. Yeah. So they're also yeah, they're mostly they're like might makes right. So you know, like the biggest guy should be the leader, sure. that type of deal. Um but it is just yeah, it's just hard. It's just a weird thing to to try and say that they're not into artificial uh engineering or whatever. I don't I don't really get that, it. Yeah, because that's the Phyrexian's whole fucking shit. Yeah. I I really like that tardigrade looking guy. Oh, this right here. That's Phyrexian's on the, no, on the lower form. right. Oh, lower right. That's rotted hystrix. Um, oh, I love rotted hystrix. <laughs> very cool. But the leader of the vicious swarm is Vorinclex, uh, who visually he's just a big fucking nasty scary guy. He yeah. has four arms. He has kind of raggedy fur on his back. He's got a giant skull head with like antlers and tusks and stuff. And he's like twelve feet tall. And he's just a big fucking monster. Yeah, just a big evil demon. He's so cool looking. I I like love him. Um. He's very. He's definitely. He definitely looks the most just like an, an a strong animal out of out of the predators. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the green the green Phyrexians visually they look they look more natural. They don't have as much visible artificial stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know they they do still have artificial stuff going on. Totally. Yeah. So that's all the factions. Um, and I personally. Yeah. Uh, I think that they, I think that splitting them into factions is such a cool and interesting take. On I like that Phyrexians. all of them have their own flavor about of of being that same type of weird, fucked up, hybridy type thing. They all they all seem relatively true to that flavor, which I think is cool. Yeah. Um because usually when there's like a a big bad army, they're just all, like the horde of that army is all the same. But like due to the nature of these guys taking over, you know. I don't know, being like essentially zombies, like smart zombies, it, it makes sense that they would kind of have a little bit of a reflection of what the, they, uh, represent. Yeah, definitely. I think that they do a really good job too. I think if that, if you know, if you know the like colors of mana in magic and you just saw a picture of a new Phyrexian, you'd be able to tell which one it was. Sure. Um, they kind of have a, they, they all look pretty visually distinct. Um, and they they do a pretty good job of kind of like having, you know, like a style guide or whatever of being like, okay, all the white ones are going to have this armor that you'll be able to recognize on everything. What's your um, uh, what's your favorite uh, color for the Phyrexians? I got to go with white. Um, that porcelain armor, truly, that was that was it was a revelation to to middle school me. It blew my mind. I think that they're the scariest. Um, I think I like the blue guys the best. 
The blue guys are very cool too. Um, I think that probably if I had to, it's hard for me to rank them. I guess I would probably go, if I had to rank them, I'd in order, I'd go white first and then I'd probably go blue and then black and then red and then green. I guess I'd just go in order. <laughs> Uh, mine are almost the exact same as yours, except I'm flipping blue and white. Okay. Um, but other than that, I think I keep the other ones in that order. Yeah. I think that it's also, I think that new Phyrexia is also a very cool, um, improvement on old Phyrexia in that old Phyrexia, uh, is kind of just this like, I mean, they're basically, they're basically the magical Nazis. Um, mm-hmm. they're just trying to exterminate everyone who's different from <laughs> the them. The magical and, Nazis. Yeah. Well, I guess that's the Death Eaters from Harry Potter. They're the yeah. <laughs> they're the bio magical, biomechanical magical Nazis. Um, but and they kind of you know they have like they have a they have Yogmoth who's their leader and he's like mm-hmm. the guy, and that's it. You know they kind of do their thing and that's that. Uh, but mm-hmm. the new Phyrexians having like five different leaders that are all at odds with each other. And they're still like, they're still all spreading out and trying to like invade other planes and figure out how to, how to leave their plane and travel through portals and stuff. Um, but the fact that they have this kind of infighting and, and diversity going on makes them feel like very, very cool and distinct, I think. Yeah, totally. Like a, uh, I think it's just a cool fundamental, conflict to have like your your villain whose thing is like we're gonna make everybody conform to us they they don't conform like among themselves it's just a yeah. fun yeah that's that is that's a good point i like that yeah I, how do you feel about like old phyrexia versus new phyrexia i, like I know you're, phyrexia. you're new to to both of them i'm new to both the old and the new but i i definitely agree that new phyrexia is just cooler i mean they, they fleshed it out more and made it more interesting um Old Phyrexia was pretty straightforward. Even in the really detailed lore dive things that I did, it was like, you know, there's complicated lore around it, but ultimately at the end of the day, you just got like, as far as tropes go, just the plague trope that, but, yeah. you know, and then one guy that's one evil, sci- and then the evil scientist trope that started it. And then having five different what you were exactly what you were saying. I think the new, new Phyrexia is just way more interesting, and also, like, I think without even knowing much about magic, I, I think people could probably tell when something's a Phyrexian just by looking at it, mm-hmm. and would probably be able to tell what s- school or whatever what color yeah uh, is it, it's from, which I think is cool that you could uh, make these designs be distinct. <laughs> From everything else and distinct from one one another. I think that it's just more interesting and gives a lot more room for like, I don't know, mental play as far as like what's going on with these crazy kooky zombie guys. Definitely. I think that part part two of like part of making a specifically like a Magic the Gathering monster is tough because the whole thing of Magic is like, oh, there's like thousands, there's there's a million cards or whatever right and they all the cards have to have different art like nobody's gonna nobody wants five different cards that look the same or look similar Mm -hmm. so to be able so if you're gonna make something like a giant evil race and you're gonna have like a hundred cards of this race they're all gonna have to look like completely different to keep people interested Mm -hmm. but to still have them recognizable um just yeah points to a very strong like internal style and well I think well designed without being individually well designed. Just in general, they're like 
each th- like okay this type this type has this thing this type has this thing and you're going to be able to tell it's just like it's very well done i think i agree with that yeah um so i yeah you want to move into ratings i don't know it's t- this is a weird one because they're just there's so much it's there's not so like much that there's not a ton at, yeah um I, I i'd like to move into ratings i think yeah yeah um uh, do we want to maybe do do you want to do like a rating for old and a rating for new or an overall rating or how should we do a rating for um let's just we can just run through and without giving explanation for each one just do a rapid rating of each of like the the leaders of the the factions or whatever and then do an overall rating for for rexians as as a concept all right let's do that all right so first up we got we got elish norn uh white aligned phyrexian leader of the machine orthodoxy how are you feeling on elish norn I'm gonna give Elish Norn an eight. Okay, I'm going. I'm going uh, uh, ten porcelain crests out of ten because oh. I really cannot stress enough that, that like this design truly changed the way yeah. that I like design monsters myself forever. Probably. It's very cool. Also, I forgot to say eight of so eight red underneath white. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we got Jenga Taxius, uh, blue progress engine, I'm bendy gonna, spine. I'm gonna give him a five, uh, five weird little hip hipless waists with pants. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go uh, seven long spindly fingers because I think I think that his top half is really cool, but his lower <laughs> he half does have a cool AF. top half. Yeah, no, he's he's kind he's almost silly. When when I first saw him, I was like, "Fuck yeah!" And then when you started pointing things oh, out, and I was just looking at the picture longer, I was like, "Hmm, actually, I don't know about this guy." Wait till you see this other picture of him that that, that just came out and on a new card. Look at his look at his pants on this one. <laughs> oh my god, he's wearing like baggy. He's wearing baggy <laughs> samurai pants. Yeah, he's he's wearing like what are those called? Like I don't remember. I don't know. It's like Aladdin pants. He's wearing like Aladdin pants. Yeah, I, but I, he yeah, just, he, just he just not be having pants. I think he he doesn't need them. Yeah, the pants really do take a lot away. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, okay. Next up, uh, Sheoldred Black. Um, I'm gonna hit her with a seven. Yeah, uh, seven think, mouths in on I, her torso. I think I will go. I think I will go seven small human torsos um, on top of giant quadrupedal lower Crab. bodies as well. Yeah, tell you because um, she's cool, but yep, she's not she's, that interesting. She's solid as fuck. Um, next up, Urbrask. Uh, red gonna, the furnace. Red Urbrask with. Uh, based on that picture, I don't know. I, I haven't seen much else of him, but I'm going to hit him with a five. Uh, b- five r- color reds. <laughs> yeah, I'm going I'm going uh five surprising empathies out of 10 as well cuz I, I guess I like he the fact really that he has that, that much going on. Yeah, but sheer design not the biggest fan. Yeah. Um then Vorinclex finally green giant animal guy. Um, How are we feeling? I mean, I'm going to give Vorinclex um seven um furry backs on a ripped bod. I'm gonna I'm gonna go um I'm gonna go eight uh uh skull antlers out of ten mm-hmm. I think because cool. I think that he looks really cool and and again these this type of like skull crest thing I oh. just I just love it 
Here's Actually, I didn't I didn't understand what was set. going on in the picture as well. I'm I'm uh, I'm going to I'm going to give him an eight antler shoulder plates as well, because I didn't. Yeah, I couldn't see very well how cool he looked. I'm changing my thing. Yeah, that is one thing about Magic the Gathering that makes it hard to review the monsters is that there's typically for a specific monster, there's like only one or maybe two pictures of them. Totally. Um, that makes it kind of hard to see what's going on sometimes. No, he's fucking sick, actually. I So in that in the picture that we're looking at right now, it looked like his shoulder plates were pretty distinct from his little tiny head. Mm-hmm. And I think that they, it looks like they're really kind of like... They're like antlers. Or, They're like yeah, big moose antlers, which works really well for his whole, you know, shtick. I, I actually, I think he's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah cool. oh, you just got completed. The glistening oil just dripped into yeah. Kai's mouth, and he, he actually thinks Phyrexians are awesome now. <laughs> wow, I think I should start telling all my friends about Phyrexians and making them think that it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I guess also we should tell. I, I think that the oil is really cool as a concept. Yeah. I think that that's a very fun way for them to corrupt stuff just like it's thematic and it's nasty and it's cool um yeah, i love I like when it. there's just an evil substance basically an evil slime yeah um but yeah phyrexians overall how you feeling um i'm gonna give phyrexians overall a um um six slick black oil flowing through my blood changing me forever and then a whole bunch of scientists replace my organs with machine to complete me out of 10 um just because i think that you know they're pretty solid i like them i think part of this is a a little bit of like anti-bias where i just like i did a solid amount of research but i just don't know much about magic and there wasn't a whole lot to like yeah, I was surprised Fine. with how little people have. I think that this is pro- this is again another first for the first ever monster podcast. I think this might be the first podcast ever to just cover the Phyrexians as like a monster or a race, and not as like the storyline or as cards. Yeah, um, uh, or yeah, like I, I found just like a lot of information about what they are as a stat and what that means. Um, but as like conceptually. I, think, I I give them a six. I think that actually after learning more about New Phyrexia, I think that bumped them up from what I was going to do of a five. Um, the New Phyrexia is interesting, but I, to me, the, I mean, they're just they're smart they're smart cyborg zombies, which is cool. But I uh, I think that they lack identity enough from what I saw to really feel like a super solid, awesome concept that I like think is the best ever. But again. Yeah. I'm keeping in mind, keep in mind to the monster crazy fans listening out there that a six is like a, a very, it's like a, you know, that's a really nice thing. Mm-hmm. You know, most of the time if you eat a yummy sandwich, it's a, and it's a six. I would that's say, like, yeah, I would say six and up is good. Five is, is middle, four and below mm-hmm. is bad. That's, yeah. that's how I would consider it. So um, six. For Phyrexians overall, for me, I'm going seven layers of machine hell out of 10. Um, cool. <laughs> Yeah, which there are supposed to be nine layers of machine hell, which is what they call Phyrexia. But, uh, yeah, I think that new Phyrexia is probably an eight and old Phyrexia is probably a six. But I think so. I think that that goes pretty nice at a seven altogether. I do think that there is probably a lot lost on on how cool these guys how cool you think these guys are if you just have it like i've just been obsessed with magic the gathering off and on since i was in like fourth grade or whatever so these guys have just always kind of been a presence in my brain where like that you know they've been they've been big evil villains literally since 1994 and they still are um 
And while they don't have all that much interesting going on when you like lay it out, just them being around that long and just have me having seen all the cards and played with them and experienced the new Phyrexia stuff as it happened and stuff, that definitely bumps them up just in my eyes as a personal I can Magic the Gathering yeah. fan bias. But I do think that I was I was honestly surprised by how much how much less cool they seem when you just all lay it all out there instead of like <laughs> experience it as a lifelong storyline. Yeah, <laughs> totally. I I mean overall I still think they're solid. Yeah, no, um, they're, I I I like them a lot. Uh, I think they're very cool. Also, the name Phyrexian, cool, sick name. I also uh, somewhere read that it comes from an Eng- old English root word that. Um, pyrexia or something like that i think it means fever Uh uh-huh yeah so they're you know they're sick (laughs) Mm -hmm. wink wink they're a sickness they're a sickness in this this multiverse has a sickness yeah well um without further ado should we not spin the wheel yeah oh actually one more lore thing about phyrexians to mention i just remembered um that it, the the thing that just happened in the story magic storyline that's like the big thing is that Phyrexians just figured out how to complete planeswalkers without them losing the ability to planeswalk. So basically, so everyone's start, fucked. They're starting to turn all the like beloved characters evil, uh, which is pretty cool. I think that it's cool to have a a race of 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 evil doers that just ruin everything that everyone likes about your game that is honestly that's part of why i like phyrexian so much is that they, just that wizards of the coast had the balls to like be like oh yeah everyone's favorite plane it's gone it's done it's been completely genocided and now it's only evil guys there like and they're all nasty sick. yeah Ugh. and now they're gonna now they're gonna take oh your favorite character no she's evil now and she's a zombie and she's probably never coming back so fuck you also um, these gross guys yeah they have teleport ability now. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I just like that. That's probably part of why I like them so much. I just realized while I was thinking about it. But a anyway, creator yeah. fuck you. Uh, let's, let's move on. I, I love creative fuck yous. That's like the number one thing. Yeah, Whenever no, I, a movie or something has something that. that's just, that's just, tr- just trying to get in your face and make you mad. I love that shit so much. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm a fan. But yeah, we are not spinning the wheel this week. Um, as we normally would, because next week will be our drum roll. It will be our drum roll. It will be our season one finale, uh, because we are going to have to go on hiatus for about a month or so, because I am going on fun tour, which also, Mm -hmm. I I guess, if there's somehow anybody listening who's a fan of Monster Crazy but not podcast about list, podcast about list is going on tour, you should buy tickets at swagpoop.com slash shows. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's yes. probably a few. There's probably like, who knows. There's you know a couple. We will it, not talk about monsters at the tour. Um, yeah, that should be our plug. Is check out podcasts about <laughs> lists. Um, no. Um, uh, so also another thing, we're gonna be ju- we're gonna be doing the drum roll, please. Drum roll. Um, we'll be talking about the Jersey Devil. Um, yeah. also this is not a prank we we're, we're gonna talk about the jersey devil it that, i'm excited for that one that's that's a cryptid that is like you know a classic american cryptid that i just don't really know very much about for some reason it's a huge blind spot for me so i'm really looking forward to researching it this week yeah um, he's a cool he's a cool nasty guy um yeah. but yeah jersey devil next week and then hiatus and something special yeah oh yeah so we will announce more what this is but during the our off season of about a month, 
I, I have something planned for all of you guys. A little special treat that will be announced at the end of next episode in about a week. Um, Monster Crazy did something crazy and special? Uh, Something a little weird and monstrous? Wait, Monster Crazy just went crazy monster mode? Um, oh, also, I do. I have a, I have one legitimate plug. Oh yeah, um, true. Yeah, so so a while ago we did that Monster Maker episode, and I talked about uh, Princess Baby Monster, pretty Princess Baby God, which was like a, an idea that I had of a. Uh, you could just listen to the episode if you want to know about it, but um, a 3D rendering artist named Rofo Art on instagram did a beautiful interpretation of that monster um so check rofo dot art out on instagram um and give them a follow and also you can see the cool thing that they made of the monster idea it it looks great so thank you rofo dot art and then the last and final plug i promise i promise i promise nothing else after this is that kai made a discord and we're on the discord now if you want to come talk monsters or suggest stuff that's mm-hmm. the easiest way to do it now instead of uh forcing you to to, to into the the indignity of 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 groveling in twitter dms um yeah just we have a whole suggestions thing and also i've been kind yeah. of active on that discord because it's it's fun you know it's fun, it's to, fun chat. to look at yeah come send pictures of monsters suggest stuff talk monsters with other people we have uh, an do arts whatever. page it'll be fun uh, put in a suggestion if you want have an idea for a new channel you know mm-hmm. it's very, it's very free free flowing yeah. right now the link to join it is on the twitter so check it out um yeah and that's that for this one bye Bye. See you next week for the season finale. Bye. 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 <laughs>